We're ready to go. Randy Ragsdale Field, we are back. New field, and we did hear before we started our broadcast uh, that they're working out some kinks, and, and I guess power's one of those. Glenn Bunn, it's a beautiful day for softball. We're ready to go, and we'll start it off with the Shelter Insurance starting lineups. And we'll start with the Festus Tigers. They're the visitors wearing the white jerseys on the black pants, Tigers on the front, black trimmed in gold, numbers on the front and back, same, black trimmed in gold. The black pants with a gold piping and gold socks with the gold belt and black helmets to go along with it. They're leading things off with their second baseman, Ava Oberly, followed by the shortstop, Riley Moore, then batting third, the third baseman, Keely Hankins and the center fielder batting in the cleanup spot, Carly Isbell. Her protection, the catcher batting fifth, Aubrey Husky. And Livy Kearns is the first baseman batting sixth. Batting seventh, the left fielder, Maddie Geiler. DH batting eighth, Kendall Johnson, the right fielder, rounding out the order, Olivia Gillum. Again for the Tigers, it's Oberly, Moore, Hankins, Isbell, Husky, Kearns, Geiler, Johnson, and Gillum. The Farmington Knights in the field wearing the home white jerseys. Knights on the front, black trimmed in gold. The numbers on the front and back the same with the white pants, black piping down the side of the pants, white socks, stirrup socks, black stripe trimmed in that Farmington night gold. We'll get the fielding alignment for those nights momentarily. The first pitch brought to you by Boyden Associates. It's coming in there at 440 on the dot, and it gets a piece of Oberly on the elbow, and she works her way down, starting Ellie Robbins, and now Glenn Berry will give you the fielding alignment for the Farmington Knights. Okay, starting out for the Farmington Knights, let's go left field to right field. Lily Stott in left, Jocelyn Grimes in center, Audrey Morgan in right field, it's Avery Graham at third, J.C. Jarvis at shortstop, Olivia Hartapie at second, Shelby Bowling at first, Jaden Tucker behind the plate, and Ellie Robbins on the mound. First pitch, swing and line to center field. That was Riley Moore. Jocelyn Grimes had to come get it, makes the catch. Two pitches, one outs, and again, that's Ellie Robbins in the circle. Uh, she was a, an all-state, uh, all or not all-state, rather, a, uh, yeah, all-conference last year. I tell you what, it is uh, basically that last pitch, as soon as she threw it, it was a little high, and it was right down the middle. The uh, hitter, Riley Moore, got on it pretty good, but she hit it right at somebody. So lucky for the Knights, and the runner stays at first. That brings up Keely Hankins, and she takes a ball low just below the shins. Broadcast game number two of the season was originally planned for yesterday. Had to move it to today because of some unforeseen circumstances that... uh, is, it's a very tough situation, Glenn. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it off air. Runner goes, swing and a miss. The throw down, not in time. And a stolen base for Oberly. Count one ball and one strike. And uh, we'll just say it was a little bit internet issues. Tough, tough. What can you do, though? One out in the inning, a 1-1 count. Hankins batting. Runner at second is Oberly after the stolen bag. Hankins swings at this one, fouls it out of play. You One talk, ball, two strikes. Sorry. You talk about technical issues when you're talking today. You're talking internet. You're talking Wi-Fi, things like that. These are things that <laughs> when I started radio, we had telephones. That was it. You picked up the phone and called somebody, and uh, you had to have AT&T or Southwestern Bell install a line for you. One, two misses outside. Two balls, two strikes. Umpiring crew today, Tim Donzi in the field calling balls and strikes. Jeff Raver. That's our umpiring crew. The starting lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. Your local Shelter Insurance agents, Dave and Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance at 517 East Main and Park Hills, insuring the parkland since 1955. The 2-2 misses low and away. And the count's full to Keely Hankins. And Brian Larimore Agency, located at 306 North Washington Street in Farmington, allow Brian to help protect your family with life insurance. That's the Shelter Insurance starting lineups. The payoff pitch. 
Low and away, ball four, runners at first and second with one out, and the cleanup hitter Carly Isbell to bat. Well, this is a very good Festus ball club, and you do not want to give them extra runners. So far, a couple of extra runners. They have yet to get a hit, although the one ball that was hit was lined pretty hard to straightaway center field for an out. So at this point, you know, Ellie Robbins has got to crank it up a little bit, see if she can get out of this trouble. One out in the inning. Jared Pettis, Glenn Berry, Taylor LeBriar, Braden Cooley, and Landon Keene. The broadcast crew. Here's a soft grounder to the second base side. Coming to get it is Olivia Hardipe, and she'll flip it over to first and make the play. Out number two, but both runners advance, and now two in scoring position for the catcher, Aubrey Husky. Well, if you have to make it out, that's how you want to do it. You want to be able to make it to the right side so that both runners can advance. Now a single brings home two, but uh, go back to a different thought process here after this next pitch. Ellie Robbins rocks and deals. This one at the knees just missed a bit low and maybe a little bit away. The uh, previous batter just walked on five pitches. There are two schools of thought. You go after the first pitch because they've got to get it over or they're trying to get it over, or do you let them throw you a strike before you swing? That's the way uh, softball and baseball is played these days. The 1-0 right at the letters, and Jeff Raver calls out strike number one. Much to the chagrin of the Festus faithful behind us. And the count's one and one. And, Glenn, I'm with you. I probably would have taken that first pitch. That's just me, though. That's also why I didn't play much high school baseball. <laughs> the 1-1 misses a bit low, two balls, one strike. Well, my most famous moment in high school baseball was walking in a game. Actually, no, I'll take that back. It was getting hit by a pitch with the bases loaded to win a game. <laughs> that was my big uh, moment in baseball. The 2-1. Knuckled foul just in front of us, and that'll get to the backstop. Two balls, two strikes. They don't ask how. They ask how many, and I guess you scored that winning run there. Well, you didn't score it, but you brought it in. I brought it in. I stepped up to the plate. <laughs> I was nervous. I was the uh, the number nine hitter that day. I was not very good at it, and the bases were loaded, and the first pitch hit me in the elbow. I took my bag, and that was the game. That's all I remember. Deuces are wild here in the top of the first. Two on, two out, and a 2-2 two, two count. Robbins rocks and deals. Right down the middle, called strike three, and that'll do it on the first. Festus leaves two, no runs, no hits, no errors, and a runner, or two runners rather, left on. Farmington coming up in the bottom of the first. It'll be one, two, three. Ali Robbins, Jaden Tucker, J.C. Jarvis. When we come back on the Parkland Sports Leader KFMO. Dan, which do you prefer, classic round or thin crust pizza? Hmm, that's tough, Charlotte. I love both. Well, great news. Little Caesars has a terrific deal with a large, crispy, and thin crust pepperoni pizza for only $7.99. Thin and crispy pepperoni for $7.99? Yep, and it's every day, hot and ready at Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. I'm cruising my 59 to Little Caesars for a thin and crispy pepperoni for only $7.99. Dan, can I have a ride? Hi, I'm Dr. Derek Wiles. Do you experience dry, gritty, burning, itchy, or watery eyes? The doctors here at Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus would love to help. Set up an appointment today, give us a call, or visit us online at completevisioncaremo.com. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance, and we're for the people of Missouri. In good times and in bad, we're for Missouri families and Missouri communities. We're for giving back to those communities and lifting people up. And when Missouri weather rips through our state, we're for helping put back the pieces. We are Missouri Farm Bureau Insurance. And if you live in Missouri, we're for you. See Mike Sansegra at 1011 St. Jen Avenue in Farmington and Jonathan Steffen at 234 State Street in Deloge. 
High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by St. Francis County Community Partnership in Farmington, Unico Banks, Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress in Park Hills, Walmart Supercenters in Farmington, Deloge and Potosi, and by Community Manor in Farmington. The first inning, Farmington going to bat for the first time at their new field, Randy Ragsdale Field. It's it's a new field to them. There's been a field here, but now it's a new turf field, and it's beautiful. Let's meet today's starting lineup for the Farmington Knights. Their leadoff hitter is their pitcher, Ellie Robbins. Batting second, the catcher, Jaden Tucker. Then J.C. Jarvis, the shortstop, bats third. They're the guaranteed hitters in this inning. Shelby Bowling is the cleanup hitter. She's the first baseman for the Knights, followed up by Olivia Hardipe, the second baseman. And then the third baseman, batting sixth, Avery Graham. She'll be followed up by the designated player, Emily Gillum. She bats for right fielder, Audrey Morgan. Batting eighth, Lily Stats. She's the left fielder, and the center fielder is Jocelyn Grimes. She rounds out the order again for the Knights. It's Robbins, Tucker, Jarvis, Bowling, Hardaby, Graham, Gillum, Stott, Grimes. Their first-year head coach is Allison Pingle, and the lefty Ellie Robbins stands in for the Farmington Knights. Those lineups brought to you by Shelter Insurance. The first pitch to Robbins, taken just a bit outside for ball one, and after we see this at-bat play out from Robbins, we'll meet the fielding alignment for the Festus Tigers. Bottom of the first inning, no runs on either side. And Robbins gives this one a ride to center field, backing up the center fielder right along at the wall. Carly Isbell makes the play, one away, and we meet the starting lineup, uh, the infielding alignment. All right, let's look at the outfield. First of all, Maddie Geiler in left. Carly Isbell, who you just heard from, is in center. Olivia Gillum is in right field. Uh, Keely Hankins is the third baseman for the Festus Tigers. Riley Moore at short. Ava Oberly at second. Libby Kearns at first base. The uh, catcher is Aubrey Husky. And Maddie Kesey is on the mound for the Festus Tigers. And Kesey pulls the string on that off-speed pitch. Got Jaden Tucker well out in front. This is a tough three batters to face if you're PC in the circle. 0-1-1 to Tucker. Starting lineup is brought to you by Shelter Insurance. Proud to be a part of high school sports. As Tucker rips this one foul, look out Allison Pingle over there in the coach's box. 0-1-2. Tucker way out in front of that one. David Scott Haggerty of Shelter Mutual Insurance at 517 East Main and Park Hills, insuring the parkland since 1955. And Brian Laramore Agency, located at 306 North Washington Street in Farmington. Allow Brian to help protect your family with life insurance. Your local shelter insurance agents, we're your shield, we're your shelter. And the 0-2 misses high and away. One ball, two strikes to the power-hitting, right-handed hitting catcher. That is Jaden Tucker for the Farmington Knights. And she's as far up in the batter's box as you can go all the way up at the front with her front foot right on the line, the 1-2. Up in the air and foul territory again. Plenty of room here, and that one's going to scoot all the way to Jeff Montgomery on a couple of hops after the lazy floater was unable to be tracked by Livy Kearns, the first baseman, and the count remains 1-2. and two. I think that's going to be a little bit of an advantage for the Farmington Knights when they play here, that little jut in the fence that comes out there at first base. The Farmington Knights first baseman is going to be used to that. She's probably going to know exactly where it is, where visitors might have trouble with it. 1-2, this one's yanked down the third base line, but foul by about six feet, and we'll do it again. Kind of like that right field porch in Boston. You go up there and play, and uh, you get players that have only played there once or twice, and they get kind of lost in that right <laughs> yes. field. They don't know if that ball's out. They don't know where it is. So they, you know, make some kind of a mistake here or there. Uh, that might be one of those things that uh, makes Farmington's field unique. A 1-2 count. Pitcher rocking and firing. The 1-2. Off-speed pitch misses low. Two balls, two strikes. 
Jaden Tucker really paying attention to those pitches, picking up the spin on that uh, pitch very early on, knew it was going to be low, and it stayed low enough to stay out of the strike zone. The 2-2. This one's yanked to left field. That'll drop in front of the left fielder, Geiler, and that'll be a one-out single for Jaden Tucker and the first hit for either side in the ballgame. She waited on that one. She's got a couple of pitches that uh, were the off-speed variety where she really got out in front of them, hit them hard but way foul. That time uh, you could kind of see her adjust that swing and wait just a little bit longer and hit it to left field, dropping just in front of Maddie Geiler. Kissy gets the sign in the circle, rocks and deals. The pitch to the new batter right at the third baseman, out of her glove. Plenty of time to throw across the diamond, and they got the runner. That is Jarvis, or the hitter, rather, Jarvis. And a good play by Hankins over there at the hot corner. That's why they call it the hot corner. She stuck with it and made a great play. I tell you what, as soon as that ball was hit, I thought it was destined for left field. And she just stuck her glove out there, got a little bit of leather on it, and knocked it down. And then she was uh, able to get up, recover, throw the ball over to first base, and nail the runner in time. And they keep the runner down at uh, second base. That is Jaden Tucker. And that will bring up Shelby Bowling. She'll take the first pitch high for a ball. That would have been at least first and third and only one out in this inning. But instead, you've got a runner at second and two outs for the Festus Tigers. It's a 1-0 count. Kissy gets the sign, the pitch. That fastball fooled bowling. She wasn't ready for it. One ball, one strike. On the hands, it was called the top quarter of the strike zone on the inside part of the plate to the right-handed hitting bowling. Bowling with a crouch stance, the 1-1. Ripped foul. It'll be 1-2. and two. One thing I do like about this field, Glenn, I, I, I don't mind the foul territory. That's something I guess they had to bring over from Wilson Roser for the baseball team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also like that the, ju- the out juts, if you will, of the foul territory on the foul side of first base and third base as we get the 1-2 pitch. On the ground to the shortstop. Can't play it cleanly. She picks it up, though, across the diamond. Not in time. That'll be an error on the shortstop. As Tucker moves up to third and bowling reaches on the E6. Runners now at the corners. I like that on the baseball diamond, at least, they aren't past the first and third bases. So you won't have to worry about somebody pulling it down, keeping it fair, and then it bouncing off and and ricocheting further into the outfield like you would say at Bush Stadium. Yeah, some of those places down there, when you see that little jut out there, the ball grounds, just goes on the ground past first base, hits that jut, and the right fielder who's making for the right field corner has to suddenly turn around and head toward the infield. Runners at the corners, two outs. Batting Hardipy takes ball one. See how that air comes back to uh, hurt or see if it does hurt the uh, Festus Tigers. Riley Moore came over there and got a nice hand on that uh, ball, but that hop was a little bit different than I think she expected. Well, the 1-0 man, Glenn. I don't know where that one missed, but it's 2-0. That one looked like it was right at the knees. Maybe have been a little bit maybe have been a little bit inside, excuse me. You could probably hear a few fans going, ah, good pitch, good pitch. But the only guy that matters is the home plate umpire. And that is Jeff Raver. The 2-0 hops to the plate, 3-0. And Matty Kissy in the circle is in danger of walking the bases loaded with two outs in the inning. In an inning that she should have gotten out of a batter ago. I think both of these teams, especially a team like Festus that only plays here once in a while, they may have a little bit of a learning curve on this turf. The 3-0, and that's ball four. 
bases are loaded. The one good thing, though, for Festus, their home field is turf. So they're a little bit used to playing on turf now. Theirs is about two or three years older than this turf, and I was walking on it before the game, and, man, it, it feels like some soft rough that you'd see on a, on a golf course. It's right. just so the, – the turf pellets are so thick. The, the top of the turf just looks like it's just been cut. Off-speed pitch fools Graham with the bases loaded called strike one. That's Avery Graham, the third baseman, batting with the bases loaded. Well, I would think as time goes by, your field starts to settle in a little bit, and maybe some of the balls that were really bouncing higher on you start to stay down a little bit. So there might be a learning curve on both sides, but Farmington will have the advantage for a little bit. Ground ball, third base side, played right at the bag by Hankins. She steps on it, and Farmington strands three as Graham will uh, get to first base on the fielder's choice. Farmington strands him loaded. We head to the second inning. No runs on one hit and an error, and three runners left on. We head to the second. You're listening to High School Softball on KFMO, the Parkland Sports Leader. LaCary Auto Body, your PPG paint distributor for the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to help their many clients, like Unlimited Auto Body in Potosi, where experience counts. They are backed by the Good Housekeeping Seal. So for full body repair or full body paint and custom graphics, it's Unlimited Auto Body, 109 Missouri Street in Potosi. Banking with people like you. Unico Bank. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you. Unico Bank. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. To everyone who craves a handcrafted treat, let our team member Sephora tell you about a Culver's favorite. We make our thick and creamy fresh frozen custard in small batches all throughout the day. And we mean all day, every day. From our supremely rich shakes and concrete mixers to our freshly scooped dishes and cones, we handcraft every bite to pure perfection. Come to Culver's and get a taste of our fresh frozen custard. From From Wisconsin Wisconsin with with love, love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. The employees and staff at your local Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi are proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our area high school sports. Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi want to wish all of our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what your sport, they support you at the Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by the Family Fun Center in Bonterre. Your Edward Jones agents, Allison Kennan in Park Hills and John Brown in Farmington. Sam Chisholm Motors in Farmington. LeCarrie Auto Body in House Springs. And by Weems Insurance in Farmington. Livy Kearns, Maddie Geiler, Kendall Johnson, the guaranteed hitters for Festus. And Kearns quickly ahead in the count 1-0 after taking the first pitch she saw from Robbins outside in the 1-0 from Robbins. At the knees, just missed low and away. Kearns ahead in the count, 2-0. Tim Donzi has been uh, consistent there. Those pitches have been right there pretty close, but he's been pretty consistent on those uh, calls. The 2-0. Low again, 3-0. 
Our umpiring crew again today, Tim Donzi in the field, Jeff Raver behind the plate calling balls and strikes. And that inning break was brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsegral, located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington, and Jonathan Steffen on North State Street in Deloge. Contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. And there's a get-me-over strike at the knees, 3-1. and one. I was trying to confuse the fans and just in case they got mad at you know one <laughs> of the two umpires. They wouldn't know which one it was. Umpiring crew today, Glenn Berry and Jared Pettis. 3-1 misses low and away. Ball four. I called it. That's why the runner's going down. No. The umpiring crew is Tim Donzi and Jeff Raver. And another runner on to start things off for Festus. Their leadoff hitter was Oberly at the start of the game. She was hit by a pitch. Didn't come back to bite Farmington. She was stranded at third. Let's see if Kearns with the leadoff walk will come around to score. Batting now Maddie Geiler. Now Festus has had a couple of runners on in the first inning and another one here. And they have yet to hit the ball. Kyler showing bunt, pulls back as Robbins misses low. One ball, no strikes. Robbins having a difficult time finding the strike zone here in the first game on turf for the Farmington Knights on their home field this season. The 1-0. This one bunted up the first baseline, played by the third baseman, throw to the second baseman, covering, they get the out there. A good sacrifice bunt as Shelby Bowling had to charge in and get it, but it was Avery Graham who got it in front of her, had a better angle, picked it up and fired to Olivia Hartopi at first base. And so the second bunt works to perfection. Kearns moves up, one out in the inning. Kendall Johnson will bat. I'll tell you what, the way that that ball was thrown to first base, Hartopi did a great job of finding the bag. She caught it with her her, uh, leg straddling the bag. She tried to touch it with her left foot. It missed, and then she came back and got it by dragging her foot across the bag, and she barely got the runner doing that. Otherwise, if she had not done that, you might have runners at first and second now. Runner at second, it is Kearns batting Kendall Johnson behind in the count, 0-1-1, the pitch. Same spot, same result, 0-1-2 at the knees. We have another broadcast coming up after this one. It'll be volleyball, Farmington and Cape Notre Dame, the 0-2. Called strike three on the outside part of the plate. Johnson didn't like it. Strikeout number two. For Ellie Robbins, strikeouts brought to you by Complete Vision Care. They offer quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient. Locations in Lettington and Festus. Two outs in the inning. This is Olivia Gillum, and uh, she presents a pretty small target there at the plate. Let's see what she does. Takes ball one with the slap approach, Ichiro Suzuki-esque. We've seen a number of players in this conference do that and be very successful at it. A couple of uh, players from North County come to mind and uh, others as well. The 1-0 slapped the other way, and that'll be foul and just out of play. Just beyond the third base dugout, that is the Farmington Knights. One ball, one strike. We've talked about it every year and talked about it a lot last year. But that number nine hitter, if she can make a difference and impact at all, get it back up to the top of the lineup, that could be a big difference in the game. The 1-1 just missed inside. Two balls, one strike. Almost looked like they were confused. Like she ran to the front of the batter's box, and everybody looked around like, what? What just happened? And the umpire said, a little inside. Two balls, one strike. The lefty, Ellie Robbins, deals. Swing and a miss behind that one was Johnson. I beg your pardon, Olivia Gillum. Two balls, two strikes. Looks like she has a really good swing, and like you said, she's got that Ichiro Suzuki kind of run-up-on-the-ball type feel, but I think that time maybe running up toward it might have cost her the actual hit. 
the 2-2 called strike three, and all three strikeouts for Robbins have been strikeout looking as the battery Olivia Gillum is the third strikeout. One runner left stranded, no hits still for the Festus Tigers. We head to the third, 7-8-9 due up for the Farmington Knights, or head to the bottom of the second, rather. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Mm-hmm. 7-8-9 due up for the Farmington Knights on KFMO. Banking with people like you. We are happy to support all of the area's athletes and are proud to be a part of high school sports. Banking with people like you. Started back in 1982, Dalton Home Improvement has grown to be one of the most competitive siding companies in Missouri. Owned by Hank Kinsey, his crews are highly qualified installers, experienced in new construction and rehab. Dalton Home Improvement, 431-2373, proud to be a part of high school sports. To everyone who craves a handcrafted treat, let our team member Sephora tell you about a Culver's favorite. We make our thick and creamy fresh frozen custard in small batches all throughout the day. And we mean all day, every day, from our supremely rich shakes and concrete mixers to our freshly scooped dishes and cones. We handcraft every bite to pure perfection. Come to Culver's and get a taste of our fresh frozen custard. From From Wisconsin Wisconsin with with love, love. welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. The employees and staff at your local Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi are proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our area high school sports. Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi want to wish all of our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what your sport, they support you at the Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Complete Vision Care in Lettington, First State Community Banks, State Farm Insurance Agent Chris Morrison in Farmington, Gladco Community Credit Union locations in Park Hills and Farmington, and by Farm Bureau Insurance Agents Mike Sonsiger on Farmington and Jonathan Steffen in Deloge. Gillum, Lily Stott, Jocelyn Grimes do up for the Farmington Knights. Gillum behind 0-1-1. Here in the bottom of the second inning, no score, and Gillum takes inside one ball, one strike. Maddie Kissy in the circle for the Tigers. Gets a sign from her head coach, Jeff Montgomery, coming off of a state championship on the baseball side this summer. The 1-1, high for ball two. You don't often see, around in this area anyways, softball and baseball coaches being the same person for one school. The 2-1. Just misses outside. Three balls, one strike. I think we got that at Fredericktown as well, don't we? Uh, no, it is uh, basketball and baseball. Ba- so yeah, besides, basketball. Yeah. I know he stays busy. <laughs> yeah. That was the same way with West County on the girls' side, the 3-1. High and outside, ball four. After getting ahead in the count, 0-1-1, Kissy loses Gillum, and that will bring up Lily Stott. But... Uh, Bobby Simile will not be returning as the girls' basketball head coach. After his daughter Olivia graduated. And it looks like we're going to have a courtesy runner over there at first base. It'll be Audrey Morgan, the right fielder. She is the player that uh, that Emily Gillum is the designated player for. So Morgan will run. Don't you wish everything in life was like that? I do. I don't want to go to work today. Where's my designated worker? 
pop up on the infield charging to get it is Livy Kearns and she'll make the catch three fourths of the way down first baseline she had to come get it one away there's another situation Glenn where Farmington gets a, a, a player on base in the next or at least the second time in this game and the next batter comes up and, and gets out on the first pitch yeah and it you know again there's two schools of thought there sometimes you're telling your players hey you know what she's got to get one over she's thinking about it she's going to get one over so she might leave a fat one out there as the first pitch is a ball now they throw to first and the runner is back safely so you, you kind of think okay they're going to lay a fat one over the plate that's one to hit but the other school of thought is more i guess the old school thought is she can't get the ball over the plate make her pitch to you that kind of thing a 1-0 count. We're in the bottom of the second inning. The ninth spot in the Farmington order is Grimes. She's batting, slap approach, uh, or a slap stick approach, if you will. And she takes that one. Two balls, no strikes. She showed bunt on the first pitch, pulled back on it. I would think that'd be the toughest thing for the home plate umpire to call when that batter is moving like that. Where does it go across the plate? Because you kind of tend to associate it with the batter. The 2-0, low, 3-0. And yeah, I'm with you. I was always taught when I was younger that if the pitch is low, don't squat because the umpire might call it because your strike zone's moving. I was always like, huh? That's not how that works, but okay, I guess, coach. It's a 3-0 count to Jocelyn Grimes, the center fielder, and that'll make it ball four, runners at first and second. Well, I think Ichiro Suzuki is the one that uh, changed everybody's attitude about that kind of slap hitting style because before everybody said, no, anchor that back foot and don't move it. Let it dig in deep and then turn on the ball that there. But Ichiro kind of changed everybody's mind about that. And it's whatever works for you. I, I remember watching uh, Frank Thomas with the White Sox. His back foot is all over the place before he finally puts it down and hits. And, uh, you know, he hit quite a few home runs in his career. Leadoff hitter Ellie Robbins batting here in the second. She's got some pop, and she could make it 3-0 with one swing. Runners at first and second. It's Morgan at second, and Grimes at first with Robbins the batter. Takes one high and inside off-speed pitch. Not a good spot to leave it. At least it was inside, so Robbins couldn't extend on it, but Kissy missed. One ball, no strike. Now I think you're in that territory where you probably want her to pitch a little bit. I, I know she might throw you a fat one, but I kind of feel like that maybe she's having control issues. Robbins pops this one up to center field the second time, settling underneath it. The center fielder, Isbell, and there's out number two, and that'll bring up the catcher, Jaden Tucker. Well, that time it looked like that Robbins had a fat pitch, and her eyes got a little bit big, but I think she was out in front of it a little bit, couldn't quite get the barrel of the bat on it, hit it a little bit more off the handle, and popped it up, and when she did that, that became out number two. Tucker singled in the first, was stranded as she was trying to score back in the first when Farmington had the bases loaded. First pitch to her, high at the letters, called the ball. Give our listeners a peek behind the curtain a little bit with uh, how the broadcast is going to go. I'll stay with you until about 5.30 on the softball side as the 1-0 misses low and nearly got a piece of Tucker and gets to the backstop but bounces off that fresh padding and the runners will move up to second and third and the counts two balls, no strikes. That was another example, I think, of expecting a hop that you didn't get. The catcher that time, Aubrey Husky, was expecting that ball to uh, stay down on the ground just a bit, and it actually gave her a little bit bigger hop, went up over her right arm and back to the backstop. 
2-0 count now to Jaden Tucker well ahead, and that butt first base is open, but on, on deck, J.C. Jarvis, the 2-0. This one's launched to left field, but could be playable into foul territory. The left fielder comes over and makes the catch. A great play by Maddie Geiler. She had a long way to go, got to it, and we'll continue that thought with how the broadcast is going to go after this break. We've played two full, nothing, nothing the score. Farmington has now stranded five total runners as we head to the third inning. You're listening to High School Softball on KFMO, the Parkland Sports Leader. Hi folks, this is Randy Hulsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. The St. Francis County Community Partnership is a proud supporter of high school sports and remind you to stay alcohol, drug, and vape free for your best possible performance. The St. Francis County Community Partnership, adding value, bringing hope. Online at sfccp.org. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. Whether you're in pursuit of a transferable degree or need training to jumpstart a great career, your future starts at Mineral Area College. Max tuition is affordable, substantially less than a university, and we're close to home with locations in Park Hills, Fredericktown, Potosi, and Perryville. Interested in online classes? We offer those, too. We've been creating student success stories since 1922. There's no better time to start yours. Apply online at mineralarea.edu. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Fisher Auto Parts in Potosi and Park Hills, Boyd & Associates in Farmington, Leadball Stove and Fireplace in Park Hills, Wolfer's Law Firm in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, Midwest Sports Center, and by Mineral Area Overhead Door in Farmington. Top of the third inning, one, two, three, to up for the Tigers, Oberly Moore, Hankins. And Oberly swings at the first one, knuckles it to the third base side, barehanded throw to first, no throw by Avery Graham as the speed from Ava Oberly beat it out. First pitch swinging, first hit of the game for the Festus Tigers. Well, that's your first hit. They don't always look like line drives, but uh, they do in the scorebook, I guess, because that ball was hit off the handle, and it died. It went out there like a swinging bunt and died, and the runners at first. It doesn't look like that in my scorebook. It looks like a line to first base. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a foul ball down the first ba- or third base side rather by Riley Moore, 0-1-1. That inning break brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sonsegra on Farmington and Jonathan Stephan in Deloge. Contact them today for a free quote on auto, home, business, or life insurance. The pitch to Riley Moore, taken at the knees for a strike. No balls, two strikes. That uh, broadcast setup, how we're going to be doing it today. I'll be here until about 5.30, which will be this top half of the inning and potentially the, the bottom half of the third. Glenn Berry will take you the rest of the way here. Then at the conclusion of this one, we'll send it over to Black Knight Fieldhouse as the 0-2 misses high to Riley Moore. One ball, two strikes. And the throw down, not in time. Diving back safely, Oberly over there at first base. After the conclusion of this softball broadcast, we'll bring you volleyball coverage. Farming tonight's when they host the Cape Notre Dame Bulldogs in Farmington's volleyball home opener. That one has opening serve at 6.30. The 1-2. Just missed outside to Moore. Two balls, two strikes. 
Oh, she wanted that one. She reared back and let that one go and thought she hit the outside corner. She wanted it bad, but home plate umpire said no, just a tad bit outside. The 2-2 in the air, center field, and well hit. Backing up Grimes. She's not going to get to it because it's a goner. Riley Moore with the two-run shot empties the dugout. 2-0 Festus Tigers. And a big swing by Riley Moore, who flew out to the center fielder last at bat, sends it over that center field fence. Well, she got every bit of that pitch, a little bit up high in her wheelhouse, and she hit it to left center field. Not exactly the deepest part of the park, but pretty close to it. And uh, by the time you looked up, you could see Jocelyn Grimes watching that one sail over the fence. And Festus, first two hits of the game, results in two runs. And it'll be Kaylee Hankins, the third baseman to bat, the right-handed hitter. First pitch to her, the other way, right field side, but fouling out of play. And Glenn, I want you to see this. Uh, our listeners can't see it because this is a radio broadcast, but you got a right-handed hitter batting third wearing jersey number five, and that stance is almost similar to Albert Pujols. Yeah, very close. I never noticed it the first time around, but you're right. The 0-1 just missed. One ball, one strike. I just noticed it looked up and saw the five and saw the stance, and I said in my head, that's Albert Pujols. Leg spread, back elbow up, bat at the shoulder. When I say that stance, everybody knows that spread, the spread stance that Albert Pujols had. The 1-1 fouled off 1-2. and Well, if she hits 700-something home runs in her career, then we will retire that number. I think that'd be drawing too many similarities. It might just be Albert Pujols batting here today. It's a 1-2 count. Robbins rocks and deals. Knuckle shot to the second baseman. That backs up Hardipi a step, and she puts it away. Out number one of the inning. After that two-run shot by Riley Moore, good bounce back by L.A. Robbins. Well, you know, that first pitch, the first hit of the game for the uh, Festus Tigers was not hit very hard. It was kind of a knuckler off the bat, but it was put in a, pair, uh, a place where nobody could get to it in time to throw the runner out. The next hit was absolutely creamed, and then that one, kind of the same thing. It was kind of a knuckleball. Here's a good bunt on the third base side. What a play by the third baseman, Graham, charging and then threw a strike to Hardupy covering first base, and she had to crouch like a catcher and make the play and keep her foot on the bag, and in just an eyelash, they got the runner and batter Isbell two away. And you got to give credit to the umpire getting over there as well, because he was waiting, and he just got right over there. That's Tim Donzi, and he called it right away. And that'll bring up the sixth spot in the order. Bigger part in the five spot, Aubrey Husky. She takes ball one. She's over one today. Struck out looking to end the first. The 1 0. Oh, and that got a piece of her. Second hits batter today for L.A. Robbins. It'll be Ava Oberly and Aubrey Husky wearing the ice bags after this one. Yeah, Aubrey. Uh... Well, actually, Ellie was uh, the pitcher, and uh, I think that pitch just rides up a little bit, and I think she's getting it in just a little bit too tight. Her location is not exactly what she wants today. A couple of times she's really hit the spot where she wanted to go, and a couple of times she's barely missed it. One of those times they uh, put it over the fence. And we get a courtesy runner for the catcher at first base. It's Opry Doyle. And taking pitch number one is Kearns for a strike. 
Doyle gets the sign from head coach Jeff Montgomery in the third base coaching box. count with two outs in the inning and a runner on. Robbins to Kearns. Misses high and outside. One ball, one strike. When you think softball, Glenn, what is the one thing you think of that's different than baseball? Opposed for, uh, uh, that's not the bases being closer to each other, obviously. The 1-1. Weiss up the middle between the legs of Hardipe, and that'll be a base hit. Rounding second, going to third, Doyle. She's going to be waved in as it gets to the wall. The throw, no throw as it's cut off, and now the throw late. An RBI double for Livy Kearns, and it's 3-0, and that hit batter with two outs comes back to bite, Ellie Robbins. Yeah, that was a big hit batsman. We didn't think it would, but uh, good job by Aubrey Husky. As soon as that ball was hit, she was off and running, and uh, Livy Kearns put it right where uh, second baseman Olivia Hartpee could not get to it, and it went all the way to the wall. It was hit that hard. And Maddie Geiler will bat, take strike one. I pose this question to you, Glenn. The thing you see on a softball diamond that you don't see on a baseball diamond that draws your attention whenever you don't see it on the baseball diamond or I guess whenever you don't see it on the softball diamond the 0-1 at the knees strike two I know it's going to be one of those things that I'm going to go oh yeah I know what you're talking about but you know there's quite a few differences in these two games here I'll go ahead and give you the answer one of it is the fact the mound is not a mound that's it's it. just a flat surface the 0-2 outside one ball two strikes I will, I'll give you that. That's the answer. You see the circle. They almost didn't put a circle on this field. No. It's, it's turf. <laughs> they actually had to paint it on the turf. Yeah, in Major League Baseball, that mound is a big part of pushing off and getting on top of a ball when you're throwing the ball. Here in softball, there's no mound there. The 1-2, late swing, strike number three, and that'll do it. A long inning for the Festus Tigers. They put up a three spot on the farming tonight, courtesy of a two-run shot by Riley Moore, then an RBI double from Livy Kearns. It'll be 3-4-5, Jarvis Bowling, Hardipe due up for the Knights, who trail 3-0 as we head to the bottom of the third inning on the Parkland Sports Leader KFMO. The staff at Prairie Farms Dairies are proud to be a part of the communities they serve, supplying fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they, too, shop at. Prairie Farms Dairies in Park Hills, a proud sponsor of high school sports. Carry Auto Body, your PPG paint distributor for the Parkland for over 30 years, is proud to help their many clients, like Mid-American Metals Collision and Restoration, located at 10121 Business Park Drive in Mineral Point. A veteran professionally owned business offering discounts for veterans and first responders. Mid-American Metals in Mineral Point. Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring CDL drivers for their growing private and busy fleet in southeast Missouri. They'll train those without experience and continue to hire qualified drivers year-round. Gilster has dropped the age to 18 for local drivers, and they'll pay for training. Drivers are home weekly, and benefits include vacation and major medical and prescription insurance. You'll also have access to the company's store for discounted grocery shopping. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. Hi folks, John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Armington, Missouri. Boy, do we have some big deals. 10% off rebates, Jeep Compass, Jeep Renegades, Ram 1500s, rebates up to $7,000 or financing as low as 2.9 for 72 months. So no matter what you're looking for, new or pre-owned, we've got it and we're dealing. Come see us, take the outer road north. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. 
the bottom of the third inning. It'll be Jarvis followed by Bowling and Hardipy. And the first pitch to Jarvis at the knees for a called strike. i got to get over to Black Knight Fieldhouse for a volleyball game. It'll be joined in progress on AM 1240 KFMO. Glenn Berry takes you the rest of the way. All right, we're going to uh, go here into the third inning. As he said, it's 3 nothing Festus on top. And the next pitch comes in. It's a ball just a little bit high. Festus Tigers scored their three runs in the top half of the third. Now the Knights see what they can do. 1-1 count with Matty Kesey on the mound for Festus. Again, high school volleyball joined in progress from the Farmington Fieldhouse just after this one concludes today. A foul ball down the third baseline will be picked up by the shortstop and thrown back to the mound. There's a difference in uh, baseball and softball. A lot of times in baseball, that ball is hit down the line. It's just out of play and gone, and they bring in a new one. A lot of times in softball, they throw it back out and use it again. Here comes the next pitch. Line drive, left center field. That's going to get down, go to the wall. Runner rounds first, headed towards second. She will cruise in easily with a leadoff double. That is J.C. Jarvis to start things off for the Festus Tigers. And they're already up 3 to nothing, or make that the uh, J.C. Jarvis for the Farmington Knights. Down 3 to nothing. That's a good way to get started for a rally here in the bottom half of the third. Got to tell you, sometimes looking at the uniforms out there, the only difference in the uniforms from a distance is the fact that the Festus Tigers are wearing black pants and yellow socks. The tops are both white with black and yellow lettering. And when you look at the Farmington Knights, they've got white uh, tops with black lettering and a little bit of yellow on the sleeves, or gold, as it were. First pitch is the ball. It's 1-0. One, uh, one Next pitch on the way, just outside. Nice scoop that time by Aubrey Husky to keep it in front of her. And the count is 2-0. Shelby Bowling reached on an air back in the first inning. Had a little bit of a rally going there. A uh, walk after that loaded the bases for Festus, but they were unable to score in the first. They did score, however, in the third. Here's a pitch popped up on the infield. Who wants it? Coming in to get it, having to dive for it is Ava Oberly. And a nice play by Oberly. To take a little bitty uh, dunker, which kind of fell into no man's land, and turn it into a uh, pop-up out for out number one. Good job that time by Ava Oberly. One down. That'll bring up Olivia Hardipy. She walked her first time up. Takes a pitch up in her eyes for a ball. 1-0. Glenn Berry, along with uh, Jared Pettis, who is now in between here and Farmington High School, getting ready to bring you high school volleyball tonight. Back at the studio, it's Taylor LeBriar. And a pitch is grounded to third. Fielded there by the Tigers. Over to first for the out, and a nice play by Keeley Hankins. Second time we've seen her make a really good play over at third. First time knocking the ball down, throwing the runner out. That time taking a hot uh, line drive that she fielded on a hop and threw to first to get the runner in plenty of time. So the putout goes 5-3. That's the second out of the inning. But the runner does advance to third base. And over there with two outs now is J.C. Jarvis. And Avery Graham would like a two-out something to get her home. Here's the pitch. Here's a ball that gets by the catcher, and that will allow the run to come in and score. So a ball in the dirt that took a little bit of a hop over the left side of the catcher and her left arm, 
And uh, Maddie Kesey is asking her a little bit about it itself. It's kind of one of those things that I'm not sure the catcher could have got in front of it, but I think we're going to go with a pass ball on that one, Then that will allow the run to score. So the first run of the game in for Farmington, it's a 3-1 game. And now nobody on with two outs and a count of 1-0. Graham waits for the pitch. It's high for a ball. Two balls and no strikes. I think sometimes the uh, ball, you expect a certain hop from this AstroTurf. And when you don't get it, it's kind of hard to field it. Here's a pitch that hits the batter. Another hit batsman here today. Trotting down to first base is Avery Graham. She'll be there with two outs. That ball kind of came in on her and hit her in the leg. And I think you're kind of seeing a little bit on both sides, just a little bit of an effect of some of the heat today. And we talked about it during the uh, pregame off the air. It's not quite as hot as it has been, thank God, but it is a little bit on the warm side, especially right in the sun. A lot of equipment, helmets, face mask, all that stuff. And uh, some of these players are working pretty hard out there. Runner at first, two outs. And the first pitch comes in to Emily Gillum for a ball. Gillum's first time up, she walked. A lot of free passes here today, but none of those free passes have scored. Here's the next one. Ground ball to short. Fielded there by Riley Moore. She'll toss it over to second. And that's how the inning comes to an end. No runs. Well, actually one run on one hit. A uh, pass ball and one man left. After three complete innings, we head actually to the bottom of the third. I'll get it right sooner or later. It is uh, Festa's on top 3-1. You're listening to High School Softball on AM 1240 KFMO. The humidity is high and the schedules are shifting towards school, so you can't help but sense we're nearing the end of the season. It happens so fast, but we wouldn't let you send out summer without saving big at Sam Says and Ford. Now that's a tongue twister, but we mean it. Hey, it's Ashley Sesam from Sam Says and Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Summer is our favorite time of the year, but it's also the slowest time in the car business. That's where the summer and savings come in. We need to stock the lot with inventory, so we're slashing prices to clear it out and saving the top dollar spending to purchase locally from you. Shop your next car, truck, or SUV with big, big savings. Credit got you in a slump? No need to search around because we're a one-stop shop with your best interest in mind. Our credit approval process will save you time and serious headache. Save some serious silver this month and take advantage of 0% rates and slash pricing. Don't let the end of summer slip by without saving big. Celebrate summer and savings today. I'm Ashley Sism, and we want you to visit us at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, home of lifetime warranty. Online at SismFord.com or call 431-3177. Offers require bank approval. See dealer for details. Precious memories left behind bring us joy and peace of mind. When we celebrate the life of those we Proud to be a part of high school sports, Cozy Memorial Chapel and Crematorium, 217 West Columbia in Farmington. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Fisher Auto Parts in Potosi and Park Hills, Boyden Associates in Farmington, Leadball Stove and Fireplace in Park Hills, Wolfer's Law Firm in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, Midwest Sports Center and by Mineral Area Overhead Door in Farmington. Kendall Johnson, Olivia Gillum, and Ava Oberly will bat here in the top of the fourth. I was right the first time. Got to trust myself here. Got a no-ball, no two-strike count on Johnson right now. She takes high for a ball. 
One and two. Kendall struck out looking her last time up. She waits for the one-two pitch from Ellie Robbins. Swing and a miss and a strikeout for Ellie Robbins. Starts off the top half of the fourth inning. One down. That'll bring up Olivia Gillum. It's five strikeouts now for Ellie Robbins. Most have been from the called strikeout variety, but the last two have been from the swinging variety. First pitch to Gillum is high for a ball. Next one on the way. Strike. Just caught the inside corner down. One and one. Here's the one one pitch on the way. Line drive, base hit. That ball's going to get past the center fielder. She was playing in. The runner is rounding second. Is she going to go three? Yes, she will. She'll make it into third base with a triple. And Olivia Gillum, with that little bit of a run uh, swing, hits the ball in the right center. The center fielder was playing in. It got past her all the way to the wall. And a runner over at third now for Festus with one down and a chance to get back that run. They just gave up. That'll bring up the top of the lineup. Ava Oberly is up there. She takes a strike on the outside corner. Ava's first time up, she was hit by a pitch. Second time, she singled. Next pitch on the way, grounded towards third. Fielded there at third. They go to first. The runner's going to come home, and she will score. So on a ground ball to third base. The Knights to elect to take it to first, and Olivia Gillum scores. And that makes it 4-1. to one. Festus on top. RBI goes to Gillum, or to Oberly, rather. She put the ball in play. Here's a pop-up on the first pitch on the infield. Back behind second base, it is fielded out there by J.C. Jarvis. And that's the way the Festus Tigers are retired. But they get one run. They get one hit. Nobody left. No errors in that inning, and after three and a half, we are headed to the bottom of the fourth inning. It's Festus on top now, four to one. You're listening to High School Softball on KFMO. The Family Fun Center in Bonterre is putting the family back in the family fun. It's the perfect place for a birthday party, family game night, group outings, or just come hang out and have some great food and lots of fun. Be sure to check out their new go-karts to make your experience even more enjoyable. Whether it's bowling, arcade games, go-karts, bumper boats, bounce houses, or just hanging out, you can count on a great time. The Family Fun Center, open Wednesday through Sunday and located right off Highway 67 on Old Orchard Road in Bonterre. Ozarks Federal Savings and Loans mobility app allows you to bank right from your smartphone or tablet. Just download the Ozarks Federal mobility app in your app store. With mobility, you can deposit checks remotely, check your account balances, transfer funds between accounts, pay bills online, and more. Ozarks Federal mobility app, a convenient way to bank from anywhere. To find out more, go to OFSL.bank or call one of our knowledgeable account specialists. Ozarks Federal, the homeowner's bank. Always loyal, always local. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Rice is the competition is trying to beat. Well, at home furnishings, we treat you. 
Back here at the brand-new Randy Ragsdale Field, headed to the bottom of the fourth inning. And the first pitch to the leadoff hitter for the Farmington Knights, Lily Stott, is a strike on the outside corner. Next pitch. Just missed on the off. Now they're going to call it a strike. At first it looked like he was going to stand up, but then he threw up the right arm and said strike two. So Stott is in the hole 0-2. First time up for her. She popped up to the first baseman. And a pitch hitter. Another hit by pitch. We've had about uh, five of those total today between the two teams. And they're all on off-speed pitches that just kind of get away on the inside. A couple on the leg. A couple in the gut. And now head coach uh, Jeff Montgomery wants to come out and talk it over with his pitcher. Maddie Kesey, she doesn't look real happy right now. I know she's not happy about losing that batter. And he may be just going out there to say, okay, you lost her. Let's not turn it into something bigger. He's going to go out and talk to her just a bit. This, of course, is our first of a doubleheader of broadcast today. The um, second game is coming your way from the uh, field house at Farmington, and that's where... We'll have our own Jared Pettis, who is headed there now. He'll be uh, picking us up for live volleyball action later on tonight right here on AM 1240 KFMO. And, again, that will be from uh, the end of this game. As soon as this game is over, it will uh, be taking place right here on AM 1240 KFMO. You can listen live online at KFMOsports.com, Ledco Community Credit Union, serving the residents of St. Francis, St. Genevieve, and now Madison Counties, with two locations to serve you, 820 East Main and Park Hills and 551 Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. Member services is their top priority. So check us out at kfmosports.com or get the KFMO app on your smartphone. It's available in the Google or the um, Apple App Store. It's free, too. Great sound, too. If you're out of the area, say you're heading down towards Jackson, Cape Girardeau, want to listen to a game, we're on there, and you can pick up the uh, radio station through our app and listen just about anywhere you go. First pitch, swing and a miss, or first pitch was fouled back. Now the second one fouled off as well. And at this point, it looks like we have... A pinch hitter, and I do not have a number for that. Let me double check on that. Do not have a number. So Jocelyn Grimes is who we're looking at. Yeah. Jocelyn Grimes. So it was not a pinch hitter. The hair moves, and there you go. Here's another pitch up high. Count now is at one and two. Jocelyn, her first time up, walked. She was left stranded. She'd like to get on to start a rally 
for the Farmington Knights. One ball, two strike count. Here's the next pitch. Swing up over the left side, and it drops for a base hit. That's called putting it where they ain't. The old wee willy killer saying he hit the ball where they ain't. Well, that's what she did. She just kind of poked it over the third baseman's head in the left field. Nothing that Keeley Hankins could do. She just had to watch it drop. So a leadoff hit for Jocelyn Grimes. She's down at first. And that'll bring up Ellie Robbins. Actually a uh, hit for Ellie Grimes, Jocelyn Grimes, and uh, puts runners at first and second. Ellie Robbins comes up. She's got an opportunity here to drive in a run. It's a pitch in the dirt. Nice stop that time by Aubrey Husky. It's a ball. Maddie Kesey on the mound. She looks into the dugout for a sign. Looks at her armband. Now goes down into a crouch. Winds and fires. Off-speed pitch. Just missed. Nice job of framing that ball up there by Aubrey Husky, but she did not get the call. 2-0. and Runner down at second. Is Lily Stat Jocelyn Grimes is at first, and now we got an equipment issue as the second baseman Ava Oberly comes in. She needs to get a new face mask. Now she'll return out to second base. Top of the lineup, Ellie Robbins. She's 0 for 2, having flied out twice. Here's the next pitch, low and outside. Three balls, no strikes, the count. Don't want to give any free passes if you're Festus. You're up 4 to 1 right now. You don't want to lay it in there and make a fat pitch either, but uh, giving up free rides is not a good thing. Next pitch, high ball four. So the bases are going to be loaded. We're at the top of the lineup, and Jaden Tucker stands in. She singled her first time up, flew out to left field her second time up, and here in the fourth with nobody out and bases jammed, she has an opportunity to get her ball club back in it or even put them on top. Jaden Tucker stands in from the right side. She's got some power. Here's the pitch. Off speed in the dirt, ball one. I think this time around you might be seeing this Farmington lineup being a little more patient. We saw them a couple of times as now Aubrey Husky goes out to talk it over with her pitcher. We saw them a couple of times come up with an opportunity to continue a rally after a couple of uh, walks and swing at the first pitch and make an out, which... Again, we've talked about the two schools of thought there. But either way, they've got an opportunity here with a one ball, no strike count. Looking into the dugout is Maddie Kesey. She's getting the sign. 
Now she stands on, right foot on the rubber, leans back and fires it home. Swung on, hit to right field. Right fielder comes in, kind of misjudged it, and it gets fire. Olivia Gillum just kind of lost it in the sun and misjudged it a bit. Two runs will score. Here comes a third run. And on a fly ball to right field, which looked innocent enough, the Farmington Knights have tied this ball game up with a three RBI triple. Jaden Tucker hit that ball to right field, and at first it looked like it might be playable, but it had a little backspin on it, and I think Olivia Gillum lost it in the sun for just a bit, and she stopped for a second, then took off, and the ball hit the ground and then bounced past her, and that allowed all three runners to score, and all the way to third base goes Jaden Tucker. Three RBIs on the game. Here's a ground ball to third. Throw over to first for the out. And looking the runner back to uh, third is Libby Kearns. So a good play by Kylie Hankins to first make the out. And a good play by Kearns to run the runner back to third. So now there's one down. Go ahead, run is down at third. And Farmington wants to, or rather Festus wants to talk about it again. Here comes Jeff Montgomery. So I believe we are getting ready for a pitching change. As he comes out to talk it over with his pitcher, second time to the mound. He gives her the knuckles and says, thanks, but uh, we're going to move on to the next pitcher. And he calls down to the bullpen. Going to take a quick timeout. Brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sanchegral, located on St. Genevieve Avenue in Farmington, and Jonathan Steffen on North State Street in Deloge. We'll take a timeout, come back with more high school softball. You're listening to it right here on AM 1240 KFMO. Curtis Glass Center of Park Hill, serving the Parkland area since 1978 for your auto, home, or business, is the only local glass shop that offers in-house calibrations on foreign and domestic windshields. Curtis Glass Center is your choice for windshield replacement or repair, custom flat or tempered glass or home window repair, and the best customer service. Don't trust your glass to anyone else. Curtis Glass Center, 601 Main Street in Park Hills, or call 573-431-5616. On campus, off campus, before your 9 a.m. class or after the after party. Wherever you go to college, First State Community Bank will be there. Access your student account anywhere with mobile and online features. And this summer, when you use your First State Community Bank debit MasterCard, you'll be entered to win $1,000. One winner will be drawn weekly, and you could win multiple times. You swipe, you win with First State Community Bank. Must be 18 to win. Contest available to new and current student checking members. Visit fscb.com for details. Member FDIC. It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Save-A-Lot food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Open seven days a week and everything's always fresh. Your Save-A-Lot food stores are proud to be part of the communities they serve and a proud sponsor of high school sports. You work hard to make sure your family has everything they need. Life insurance from American Family Life Insurance Company can help financially protect your loved ones by replacing a portion of your income if you were to pass away. That means your family will have the help they need to maintain their quality of life and pursue their dreams. Get the peace of mind you deserve by protecting what matters most. American Family Insurance. See Bill Betts on East Main Street in Park Hills or call 573-431-4893. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. 
You know Mineral Area Overhead Door has sold and installed garage doors and openers since 1978, but we also have windows, patio covers, screen rooms, and more. Check out our beautiful showroom on Highway 67 in Farmington or visit mineralareador.com. Need a hinge, cable, remote? Yeah, we've got that. Mineral Area Door has a huge inventory of parts for your convenience. Call 431-6123 or visit our website at mineralareador.com. Serving you since 1978. Got a pitching change going into pitch for the Festus Tigers is second baseman Ava Oberly and out to second base will be the former pitcher, Matty Kesey. Kesey's line is not done yet because that runner at third belongs to her. Here's the next pitch. Just a bit low and outside, 2-0. and oh. Standing at the plate is J.C. Jarvis. She has a 2-0 count. Runner at third, one down, pitch, strike call. It's Shelby Bowling, rather. Jarvis had grounded out on the previous play. 2-1 count. Little outside, 3-1. Walks have been a little bit of a problem for both pitchers. A little bit more for Farmington. Here's the next pitch. Strike on the outside corner. Full count. Inning started with a hit by pitch, a single, a walk, and then a bases clearing triple by Jaden Tucker. Next pitch. Popped up. Center fielder comes in. She's calling for it. She's got it. Here comes the throw to the plate. It's going to be high and not in time. The scoring from third base is the runner, and it's a 5-4 Farmington lead. Well, the Knights started this inning trailing 4-1. They have picked up four so far with two outs and nobody on. Let's see if they can get the line rolling again. Shelby Bowling picks up a sacrifice fly and an RBI. First pitch to Olivia Hartopi is a strike. 0-1. Ava Oberly into the ball game. Next pitch is a little high. That'll close the book on Maddie Kesey. So she pitched three and two-thirds inning. She's responsible for those five runs. We'll get after balls and strikes and all of that in a minute. Here's a line drive, base hit, left center field. That ball will get down and go to the wall. No, cut off by the left fielder. But a little confusion, and the runner will take second as she rounds first while the center, or left fielder and center fielder try to figure out who's going to get it. She takes an extra base. So we'll call it a two-out double for a hard to pee. It's a good line drive, hard hit ball into left center field. Left fielder Matty Geiler ran over there and grabbed it and then kind of looked at the center fielder, Carly Isbell, as though to say, is this yours or mine? And like they didn't know what was going on, and that little hesitation was just enough for Hartopee to take second. Here's a pitch, a little over the shortstop's head. It's going to drop for a hit. Here comes the runner around third. The third of the plate is cut off, and another run scores on an RBI single by Avery Graham. 
So that little hesitation in left center field has cost the Festus Tigers a run. Two out RBI single again. Two outs, nobody on. A double, then a single, and it's 6-4. First pitch comes in to Emily Gillum. It's a ball. This will be the ninth batter to bat in this inning. Ground ball goes over to first base. Fielded there by Livy Curran. She'll step on the bag, and the inning comes to an end for the Farmington Knights. But they pick up five runs in the inning. They get uh, two hits out of it, make that three hits out of it, a couple of walks, and only one runner left. And after four complete innings, it's the Farmington Knights now on top, 6-4 to four over Festus. You're listening to High School Softball on KFMO. The employees and staff at your local Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi are proud to support our local high school students and proud to be a part of our area high school sports. Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi want to wish all of our local teams the best of luck this season. No matter what your sport, they support you at the Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Save money, live better at Walmart Supercenters in Deloge, Farmington, and Potosi. Hi, I'm Dr. Derek Wiles. Do you experience dry, gritty, burning, itchy, or watery eyes? The doctors here at Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus would love to help. Set up an appointment today, give us a call, or visit us online at completevisioncaremo.com. Hey, it's Joel Schroster here at Midwest Sports Center located in Farmington. Summer is coming to an end, but it isn't too late to take advantage of our prices. Give me a call at 573-756-7975 and ask about our wide variety of Polaris, Can-Am, Kawasaki, Sea-Doo, and Suzuki machines we have in stock. The new Polaris Expeditions are starting to roll in. Stop by our store at 124 Walker Drive in Farmington, Missouri to check out your next machine. Midwest Sports Center, your ultimate outdoor toy store. LaCary Auto Body, your PPG paint distributor for the parkland for over 30 years, is proud to help their many clients like Wilson Auto Body, a full-service body shop in Arcadia. At Wilson Auto Body, they have been in business for 40 years. All their work is guaranteed and work for all insurance companies. That's Wilson Auto Body in Arcadia. Back here at Randy Ragsdale Field, we're headed to the top of the fifth. What was a 4-1 Festus lead is now a 6-4 deficit. And the Farmington Knights are going to try to see if they can keep it like that, get back to the plate. Leading off for the Tigers will be Kylie Moore, or Riley Moore, and then Kaylee Hinkins, followed by Carly Isbell. Keely at the top of the pay or at the top of the uh, game popped out, then hit a two-run homer. Here's a line drive off the first baseman's glove. She'll be running to first as hard as she can, but the throw to the second baseman Olivia Hardipe covering is just in time. Nice hustle, first of all, by the first baseman bowling, and Hardipe getting over there as well because headed down that uh, first base line was the runner Moore, and she was booking. They just got her. Put out will go 3-4. First out of the fifth inning. It'll bring to the plate Keeley Hankins. She'll take a strike. Glenn Berry along with uh, the Randy Ragsdale field. Here's a ground ball right side, base hit. 
Base hit over to the right side and into the right field area. That'll bring up the number five hitter, Aubrey Husky. Next up for the Tigers, number 10, Aubrey Husky. So leadoff out at first base, 3-4, and now a base hit by Carly Isbell will bring up Aubrey Husky, and Husky will take a ball. The line on Matty Kesey is going to go at three and two-thirds, five runs on four hits, four bases on balls, and no strikeouts. So not exactly what we've grown accustomed to seeing as the next pitch comes in for a strike to Husky. One and one, Husky struck out looking, reached on a uh, walk, and scored back in the third. And now has a one-two count as she fouls one off to the right side. One and two, the count. One out, six-four. Farmington on top. Top of the fifth. Pitch off the outside corner. Runner is going. They throw to second. Not in time. Ball ticks off the glove of the shortstop, J.C. Jarvis. Stays right behind the bag, so the runner is not able to move up. And down to second base goes Carly Isbell. 2-2 count on the batter now. Here's the pitch. In the dirt, 3-2. and two. Fest is not by no means out of this game. Got to fight off the uh, down feeling. Here's a swing and a miss. And a big strikeout of Aubrey Husky. Second time she struck out today with a runner, this time at second base. Libby Kearns will step up to the plate. Kearns has walked, also doubled, drove in a run. It's a big run out there for Festus. Here's a fly ball right field again. I think the sun got in the way, and the ball's going to hit down in the corner, and it's going to go all the way to the corner. And over to second base is Kearns, and she'll dig for third. The throw there is not in time. It gets by the third baseman, but Kearns doesn't know where it is. Montgomery was telling her to get up and run, but she didn't see the ball, and she was trying to get up quickly, and she couldn't. So by that time, the third baseman, Avery Graham, had picked it up. But a run scores, and again, I believe the sun was a factor as it was hit the right field, and Audrey Morgan stood there looking for it and couldn't find it anywhere. It hit in the right field, just inside the right field foul line and rolled to the corner. Here's a pitch fouled off to the right. And that will bring up Matty Geiler. So an RBI makes it a 6-5 game now. As I said, they're in no way, shape, or form out of this one. Only a one-run lead now for Farmington. Here's a swing and a foul tip. Kyler, 0-2 now is the count on her. Her first time up, sacrifice. Hit to the right side, moved runners over into scoring position, but they didn't score, and then she struck out her last time up. Next pitch is on the way home from Robbins. Just off the outside corner. I think most of the Farmington infield was walking towards the dugout, including Robbins. 
But the home plate umpire said, mm, just a bit outside. That makes it one and two now. Runner at third. That's a big run out there. Ball off the outside corner, two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Livy Kearns on at third. Maddie Guiler standing at the plate. If she can do something, Kendall Johnson is on deck. Here comes the next pitch. Outside. Tucker tried to frame it up, but couldn't get the call. Three and two is the count. Three-two count coming up. Runner at third, two outs. Here's the pitch from Robbins. Little dunker to the right side. First baseman bowling can't get to it. It's a foul ball, and the batter remains alive. A couple of softballs thrown in for the home plate umpire as he's starting to run low on supply. We are going to do it again. Three balls, two strikes the count. 6-5 the score. Tie and run at third base. With two outs. And at the plate, Matty Geiler. Here comes the pitch from Robbins. Swing and a foul tip back. We'll do it again. Geiler knows how big that run is at third. But so does Robbins. See what she comes up with this time around. Robbins to lefty. Brings it home. Strike three call on the outside corner, and that is the way this top of five ends. But the Festus Tigers pick up a run. They did it on two hits. One man left at third, and we head to the bottom of the fifth inning. It is Farmington on top, 6-5. You're listening to High School Sports on AM 1240 KFMO. Look for the new Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress, opening soon in the Patsy's Furniture Building on St. Joe Drive in Park Hills. Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress are excited to provide the area with more designer brands, more bestsellers, and all the latest trends for every budget. Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress is looking for full-time delivery and warehouse workers. Call 573-518-1900 or email cornerstonefurniturePH at gmail.com. Cornerstone Furniture and Mattress, opening soon in the Patsy's Furniture Building on St. Joe Drive in Park Hills. Hurry up, dude. The game's about to start. Nothing beats spending the day watching the game with your buddies. Dude, I'm literally right here. Let's do this. Which is why a shelter insurance renter's policy is key to your winning game plan. It protects things your landlord's policy doesn't. Uh, dude, where's your TV? What? No way, dude. Like that flat screen TV that just got stolen. Find the award-winning service you need with the Haggerty Agency in Park Hills. To everyone who craves a fresh meal made just for you, let our team member Jacob share what's special about Culver's. In Wisconsin, our food comes from the heart, and taking the time to handcraft your meal with care is how we've always done it at Culver's. It's why your Butterburger doesn't touch the grill until after you order. Come to Culver's and let us serve you a Butterburger made special just for you. From From Wisconsin Wisconsin with with love, love, welcome to delicious. Visit your local Culver's on Karsh Boulevard in Farmington. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Wade's Automotive in Farmington, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Cozy Memorial Chapel in Farmington, Curtis Glass in Park Hills, and by Graphic Options in Farmington. 
Back here at Randy Ragsdale Field, it'll be Stat, Grimes, and Robbins for the Farmington Knights. If anybody gets on, Jaden Tucker, as the Knights hold a 6-5 lead. First pitch is a ball. Next pitch is on the way. Swing and a miss. 1-1 the count. Stat popped up to third base, or popped up to the um, first baseman her first time up. Was hit by a pitch. Came around to score on a triple. There's a ground ball to short. Fielded there by Moore. She'll throw it low, but dug out of the dirt by Livy Kearns, and that's one out. So the putout goes 6-3. One down, and Jocelyn Grimes comes to the plate. I think Jocelyn Grimes' hit in that last inning is as big as just about anything out there. They were playing her in, as they're doing right now at their base, and she just reached out and poked it over the third baseman's head. Here's a pitch, and it's a strike. That was after Stat had been hit by a pitch, and then Grimes gets that base hit, a walk to Ellie. Here's a ground ball up the middle. Second baseman, hard to be field, cannot get... The runner at first base, that's Maddie Kesey, rather. And uh, she can't get the runner at first base. So Grimes has picked up her second single in a row. She's over at first with one out. But after the hit by pitch, the hit by Grimes, and then a walk to Ellie Robbins, Jaden Tucker cleared the bags with a triple. Here's a pitch low in the dirt. Runner looked back to first. And standing in from the left side is the leadoff hitter, Ellie Robbins. Next pitch. Grounded up the middle. Base hit. Runners will stop at first and second, and Farmington's got something going here with one out. So a single by Grimes, a single by Robbins. That gives you first and second with one down. Jaden Tucker coming to the plate. Tucker with a single. She flied out to left field and then brought home everybody on an RBI triple back in the fifth inning or fourth inning, rather. Here's a pitch high. She could be in line to win some free pizza from Little Caesars. Tell you more about that coming up here in a moment. Here's the next pitch. Off-speed pitch. Catches the corner to Tucker for a strike. It's 1-1. Runner down at first. It's Jocelyn Grimes, or Ellie Robbins. Grimes is at second. Here's a pitch fouled off. The ball was down low, and she went down to get it, and she fouled it back off of the catcher and up into the air, hit about everything but the uh, umpire. Aubrey Husky, the catcher for Festus, tells her coach, I'm fine. He hit me on the shin guards. I'm good. Here comes the next pitch. So we wait on that pitch. Here it comes. Low in the dirt, gets by, and both runners will advance. So a ball that probably was a little higher than maybe Aubrey Husky thought gets by her. 
kind of dribbled past her, but just enough to get away, and both runners advance on the pass ball. So now Jaden Tucker with an opportunity to drive in two. She's looking for time, and the whole plane up part gives it to her. We'll take a look at our out-of-town scoreboard coming up here in just a matter of a few. But first, the pitch. Swing and a miss. Big, big strikeout there of Jaden Tucker. So two down now. Runners at second and third. It's a big-time strikeout as Ava Oberly is trying to get out of this jam. That'll bring in J.C. Jarvis. She'll take a pitch high just about above the letters for a ball. Runners at second and third, two outs, 6-5, Farmington on top. Next pitch. Fooled on that pitch, took about a half swing, but went around. That's a strike, 1-1. She was expecting something else, and she was way out in front of that one. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Line drive left field, it'll get down, yes! Runners will come around second. All the way to the plate. Here's the throw, and not in time. Runner at third scored easily. The runner at second comes around. She'll slide in under the tag. Not in time, and it's 8-5 Farmington on top here in the bottom of the fifth. The ball hung up a little bit, and I thought maybe Maddie Geiler might get to it, but she didn't. The runner at third kind of paused for a second. Two outs, you take off on anything that's hit like that, unless it's hit right at you. And uh, she just kind of paused for a minute. By that time, Ellie Robbins was breathing down her neck. Here's a pop-up foul back into the screen, and nobody will get to it. The ball got into left field and dropped. And Ellie Robbins came around to score. The throw home came in from left field. It was a little too high. Allowed Robbins to get there. In plenty of time ahead of the tag. Now a runner at second. Here's a ground ball or a line drive base hit. They're going to send the runner. No, they're going to hold her up at third base as a single now by Shelby Bowling has got runners at first and third for the Farmington Knights. She'll get to third base, J.C. Jarvis will, and Bowling will stand out at first. We saw Farmington score a run like this the last time where they had bases clearing triple, got that run home, nobody on two outs, and then two more hits, a single and a double, and an extra run. Let's see if they can get another one here. Here's a pitch. Hardaby takes a strike. Olivia Hardaby walked. Grounded out to third and doubled. She was the one that drove in that run last time up, or actually scored that last run. That made it 6-5. She stands at the plate with the Knights on top, 8-5, and a 1-1 count. Oh, and 2 count. Home plate umpire holds up two fingers and says, nope, it's 0-2. 0-2, here's the pitch. Swing and fouled off into the Festus dugout.
Ava Oberly. She relieved the starting pitcher of this game, Maddie Kesey, with two outs in the third. Here's a pitch. Dunked over the third baseman's head, but the shortstop will get to it. And Snow cones it and hangs on for the final out. She's got a big grin on her uh, face as she runs across the field. But the Farmington Knights pick up a couple of more runs. They got three hits out of that inning, making four hits. No errors and uh, two left. After five complete innings, we head to the top of the sixth. It's Farmington on top, 8-5 on AM 1240 KFMO. Hi, this is John Yao. Did you know we have office furniture, chairs, credenzas, and conference tables? Did you know that we have office supplies? Mineral Area Office Supply is proud to support high school sports in the parkland. Hi, folks. John Robinson, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Boy, do we have some big deals. 10% off rebates. Jeep Compass, Jeep Renegades, Ram 1500s, rebates up to $7,000 or financing as low as 2.9 for 72 months. So no matter what you're looking for, new or pre-owned, we've got it and we're dealing. Come see us, take the outer road north. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. On campus, off campus, before your 9 a.m. class or after the after party. Wherever you go to college, First State Community Bank will be there. Access your student account anywhere with mobile and online features. And this summer, when you use your First State Community Bank Debit MasterCard, you'll be entered to win $1,000. One winner will be drawn weekly, and you could win multiple times. You swipe, you win with First State Community Bank. Must be 18 to win. Contest available to new and current student checking members. Visit fscb.com for details. Member FDIC. Back here at Randy Ragsdale Field, Farmington on top, 8-5. To and we got a pinch hitter for Festus. It's Aubrey Doyle. She'll come in and bat for Kendall Johnson. Kendall was over 2 while she was in there. We're going to check out the Mineral Area Overhead Door out-of-town scoreboard. And right now what we have are games that are coming up here on AM 1240 KFMO. Next pitch, outside for a ball. 1-1. One and one. Ball games that are coming up for you tonight. We've got uh, volleyball, Cape Notre Dame at Farmington. That game will take over as soon as this game is done. On Wednesday, it's the St. Louis Lady Archers in uh, college volleyball action at Mineral Area College. We'll have that game starting at 6 p.m. tomorrow night. And we're back for softball on Thursday at 4 o'clock. Farmington, this time headed to North County to renew that rivalry. And then on uh, Friday night, 6.30, week two of high school football, this Farmington night ball club 1-0 1-0 going up against the Potosi Trojans, who are 0-1. We'll have those games for you on AM 1240 KFMO. And, of course, it is on your mobile app as well. And the out-of-town scoreboard is brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door. They can install garage doors, awnings, and patio covers, windows, fencing. For a full line of services, visit MineralAreaDoor.com. Count has been worked to full after that pitch was swung on and missed by Aubrey Doyle. It's 3-2 and two now. Doyle, the pinch hitter, waits for the next pitch from Ellie Robbins. It's on the way. Fouled off to the right side. Aubrey was on deck when Festus had an opportunity last inning to score a couple of runs late, but they were unable to do that, unable to get to her, as the final out was made by Maddie Guiler on a called strike three, just nipping the outside corner. Here's the 3-2 again. Outside low for a ball. So, a good start for Festus as Aubrey Doyle will walk, and she'll take off down to first base, and that'll bring to the plate Olivia Gillum. 
Gillum struck out looking her first time up, tripled her second time up. She scored after a ground ball by Eva Oberly, and that made it a 6-5 game. She kind of walks into that one and takes the ball. 1-0. Well, we've seen at this field today, the right fielder's vision is the one that's toughest in this ballpark. Here's a line driver, a little pop-up on the outside of the infield. It's caught in center field, back to first base for a almost double play, but Bowling could not quite corral it. Nice play by Jocelyn Grimes. She made the running catch, and then she threw it back to first. It bounced once. Shelby Bowling went down to try to scoop it, but she could not quite hang on to it, and she was juggling the ball, so runner back to first. Only one out now. Back to the top of the order, it's Ava Oberly. She'll ground it foul down the third baseline for strike one. Oberly hit by a pitch, stole a base, singled and scored in the third, and drove in a run with a sacrifice, or with a put-out, rather, on uh, third base. She would like to continue this inning. Here's a pitch outside for a ball, 1-1. Top of six, just joining us. Festus built a 4-1 lead. Farmington came back and tied it up, then took the lead, 6-4. Has added a couple since then. Festus could only muster one since that time. Here's a ground ball to short. Fielded by the shortstop, throw to second, and they'll call her out at second base, but that's the only out they can get. So a ground ball to short. A little hesitation, I think, by Graham and Jarvis. Jarvis finally took it, lobbed it over to second base for the 6-4 6-4 put out. And the fielder's choice winds up with Olivia Gillum on first base. That'll bring in Moore. Riley Moore popped up to center field, hit a two-run homer in the third. That was the first two runs of the game. In fact, Festus got their first two hits in that inning. A little dunker out in front of the plate. Nobody could get to it. And then Moore creamed one over the left center field fence. She has a 1-1 count now with two outs here in the sixth. Two and one is the count. Ball sails away. Runner down at first. If Moore could pop another one here, she'd bring her team within one. Outside and a ball. Three and one. Keeley Hankins is on deck. Here comes the next pitch. Line drive to short, caught by J.C. Jarvis, a sinking liner, and she'll pull it in for the final out. But the Festus Tigers get a hit in the inning, but no runs. Actually, a base on balls, no runs, no hits, no errors, and one man left. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Farmington maintains their lead. It's 8-5. You're listening to High School Softball on KFMO. 
At Ledco Community Credit Union, the mobile app makes it easier than ever to handle all of your daily banking needs. Designed to be intuitive and simple to use, the app offers you access to a wide range of popular features, including account balance and transfer, transfers between Ledco accounts, schedule, manage and pay bills, as well as mobile deposit capture. See their website for download instructions. The staff at Ledco Community Credit Union can make your life easier and more convenient. And they're proud to sponsor high school sports online. You can hear award-winning high school sports broadcasts on your computer or your iPad. Or you can download the KFMO radio app and have high school sports on any mobile device. Brought to you by KFMO and our partners at Ledco Community Credit Union. Visit us online at ledco.org or visit both of our branches, one in Park Hills, one in Farmington. Ledco Community Credit Union. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by the Family Fun Center in Bonterre. Your Edward Jones agents, Allison Kennan in Park Hills and John Brown in Farmington. Sam Sism Motors in Farmington. LeCary Auto Body in House Springs. And by Weems Insurance in Farmington. Back here at Randy Ragsdale Field, the Farmington Knights lead at 8-5. After the game, we are going to give away a Little Caesars player of the game. Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge has the lunch at a price you can afford. Two slices and a 20-ounce drink for just $4. If you're feeling a little hungry, uh, add in a half order of breadsticks for just a dollar more. Or you can get four slices of deep dish and a 20-ounce drink for 5 bucks. Available daily from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. We've got a couple of candidates for the Little Caesars player of the game on the Farmington side. I tell you what, if Jaden Tucker had done something in her last at bat, she might have been the runaway winner here so far. But if the score stays the same, she's in the running as well. Leading off for Farmington will be Avery Graham. Graham made a first out, five unassisted in the first inning, hit by a pitch in the third, singled and got an RBI in the fourth inning. She has a 1-1 count. Here it is, grounded towards short. Fielded there by Moore. Moore throws it on to first, the stretch, and the runner is out at first. Next up for the Knights, number 10, Emily Gillum. Emily Gillum comes to the plate. After Graham grounds out 6-3, Gillum will walk in. She walked, grounded out to short on a fielder's choice, and was retired three unassisted back in the fourth. 8-5. Farmington on top of Festus. Here's the pitch. Outside, high, a ball. One and one. After the game, we will talk it over, hopefully, with both coaches. Find out their assessments of this game and also what they thought of this brand new ball field, Randy Ragsdale Field, in its inaugural season. It looks beautiful. Every blade of grass is perfect right now, but then again, it's the artificial turf. So it'll look perfect for a while. Here's a ball in the dirt. Three and one. And it's by no means for those of you that are tuning in going, wait, AstroTurf? What? No, it's not AstroTurf. It's this new turf that they've designed, which actually has pellets in it, which makes it feel more like grass and a dirt surface as well. If you watch a game that's uh, being played on one of these for football or baseball or any of those sports, 
and you see people running on the infield or running in the grassy-looking areas, you'll see a lot of stuff flying. Not as hard on your knees as some of that AstroTurf was. Here's the next pitch. 3-1 pitch is low. Ball four. And Emily Gillum will take off and head to first base. Gillum on for her second time today. She walked back in the second. And Ava Oberly has got a runner at first to deal with now. Avery Graham grounded out to short to start this inning. Four-pitch walk to Emily Gillum. Now Lily Stat at the place at the plate. Jocelyn Grimes is on deck, and Montgomery wants to come out and talk it over. See what's going on here. Again, we are going to bring you high school volleyball action from Farmington immediately following this game. Now we're going to try to get in uh, interviews as quickly as possible. Uh, if for some reason those interviews don't come quickly then we might uh, send you to volleyball quicker than expected. Sometimes coaches have a lot to deal with after a game and don't get over here for a while. We want to bring you some more action. As Montgomery is going to walk off the mound. And we're going to have a pitching change. So basically, for the Festus Tigers, they're going to make a pitching change quickly. And because she didn't really leave the game, Maddie Kesey is going to go back to the mound. So I imagine Ava Oberly will go back to second base. We saw Whitey Herzog do this in the 80s. He'd bring in Ken Daly to pitch to a batter and then send him to right field. And everybody was like holding their breath, hoping nobody would hit the ball to right field. He'd bring in Warrell or somebody else to pitch. When that pitcher pitched to his one or two batters, then he would bring Ken Daly back in from right field and let uh, Warrell sit down. Those days are gone. I, I think if they tried that this time, I think uh, Rob Manfred would probably create a rule real quick about that. Coming back to the circle for the Tigers, number nine, Maddie Kissy. So basically, she becomes just another player on the field, and instead of leaving the game like a pitcher would leave the game, walk off the field, that's it for the game, she just left and went to second base. After a couple of innings, Jeff Montgomery said, okay, Maddie, I want you to pitch the rest of this one. We'll see how that works out. Here's Maddie's first pitch. It's a bunted foul by the hitter Lily Statt. Stat is 0 for 2. Popped up to the first baseman, hit by a pitch, and grounded out to short. Oh, one count, one out. Kesey back into the game, so I guess the line on her is not done. She pitched the first three and two-thirds, exited the game, and now is back to pitch in the bottom of the sixth. If Festus cannot score any more runs in the top of the seventh, then this will do it for pitching for the Festus Tigers. 
as a swing and a miss by Stad on an off-speed pitch down low in the dirt. But it fooled her because it looked like it was coming in higher. It just dropped out of nowhere. One and two is the count. Jocelyn Grimes is on deck. Right at first is Emily Gillum. Here's the pitch. Right down the middle, strike three. Lily Stad was looking for something, and that wasn't it. I think she might have been looking fastball or looking for a something else, and that off-speed pitch was right down the middle of the plate, and she could do nothing but stand there and watch it go by. So here's Jocelyn Grimes. Grimes has had a couple of singles in this game, scored a run, been on base a couple of times, now a pitch high, knocked down by the uh, catcher Husky, but she can't hang on to it, and the runner will advance to second base. So a high pitch to Grimes winds up being an advantage for Emily Gillum to run to second base. Meanwhile, it's a 1-0 count on Grimes. Grimes can pick up another single here. She might drive in another run. Sun finally coming down here, but it's still in the first baseman, second baseman, and right fielder's eyes right now. There's a pitch outside for a ball, 2-0. Jared Pettis will be bringing you high school volleyball from the Farmington Fieldhouse coming up after this game. Pitch on the inside corner for a strike. Two and one. We'll join that game in progress. And as I said before, we will get there as quick as we can. As the ball gets in the dirt and rolls away and the runner will advance to third. So a pitch that was in the dirt, knocked down by the catcher, but pushed away from her, advances the runner, Emily Gillum, over to third. And now, with two outs, that runner is at third. A wild pitch, a pass ball, an air on the infield, a ground ball, and a spot that they can't get the runner could score another run. Meanwhile, Grimes is a 3-1 count. Here it comes. Ball four. So Grimes will run down to first base, and that'll bring in Ellie Robbins. Robbins. Aubrey Husky wants to go talk to the pitcher. She wants to align the infield and the outfield just a bit, so she moved a player or two over at the request of Coach Montgomery. Here's a pitch high for a ball. This is Ellie Robbins. She's at the plate. Popped up in the first, popped up in the second. Walked and scored in the fourth. Singled in the fifth. Chance to bring in another run here in the sixth. She's had a busy day. Here's a pitch fouled back. Not only a busy day at the plate, but she's pitched this entire game for the Farmington Knights. And I think probably had some early season rust in the first part of this game. She was down 4-1 at one time. Gave up that fifth run. 
but she's been pretty good since then. In fact, some of her rust has come in the form of hit batsmen. Here's a line drive right field. That's going to go over the heads of the right fielder. That's going to bring in one run. Here comes another run running around third base, headed to home, and Grimes will score as into second base goes Ellie Robbins with a legitimate line drive double. Two RBI for Ellie Robbins. And I say a legitimate line drive double. That was not a sun-induced double. That was a line drive over the right fielder's head. Not much that Olivia Gillum could do about it. She just had to turn and play it, and she played it well. But two runs scored, and it's now 10-5, to Farmington on top. That will bring to the plate Jaden Tucker. Here's a pitch high. Jaden has singled, popped up to left, tripled in three runs. That tied the game in the fourth and struck out. You'd almost think another RBI here would cinch the Little Caesars player of the game. Here's a ball in the dirt. It's a little bit uh, hesitant on to uh, third, and the runner sneaks in to third base as Aubrey Husky grabbed it but kind of lost her balance. She stood up and tried to get it over to third in time, but no, Ellie Robbins steals that bag. And now a runner at third with two outs and another big run for the Knights. Maddie Kesey brings it in. It's a high for a ball, 3-0. We've seen Maddie a couple of times today really frustrated about a few things, and I think maybe part of its control early on, I think it was maybe even a little bit of the heat that we had here. Here's a line drive foul. That ball was hit hard, but it was way foul. So Kesey pitched three and two-thirds innings, and Ava Oberly came into the ball game. Now Kesey is back out there. As we said before, she did not leave the game. She went to second base. Interesting call by Jeff Montgomery to say, hey, let's bring her back in. Here's the next pitch. Off the outside corner and low, that's ball four. Jaden Tucker will walk down to first base, and now runners at first and third. Still two outs. J.C. Jarvis up at the plate. Lined out to third, doubled in a run, or doubled in scored. Grounded out to third as well. And then an RBI single in the fifth. And a courtesy runner comes in for the Farmington Knights. Here is a pop-up in the right center field. Center fielder comes over to grab it, Carly Isbell, and that's the way the inning ends. But a couple of runners in that inning on a couple of uh, base-on balls, and a double gets a couple of them in. We are headed to the top of the seventh inning. The Farmington Knights lead this one 10-5. to You're listening to High School Softball on KFMO. Community Manor in Farmington is a skilled nursing facility certified for Medicare and Medicaid. Community Manor has an overall rating of 1, quality rating of 1, and a staff rating of 1. Senior residents receive 24-hour medical care while also getting the rehabilitation care they need, which includes a range of motion exercises, speech therapy, and posture and body mechanics. Visit Community Manor in Farmington at 783 Weber Road or give them a call 573-756-8998. 
You need insurance for your car, your home, your life, or your health? You can do it yourself or go with a professional insurance agent. Jerry Weems of Weems Insurance Agency, 573-701-9300. We've got you covered. Nothing beats the convenience of pushing a button for instant heat and a beautiful fire, even when the power is out. This is Lance Seacrest. In a lead belt stove and fireplace, we can do just that with our wide variety of Regency and Manesson gas fireplaces. Visit us online and request a quote anytime at leadbeltstove.com. Hey guys, Cody Newkirk here, Car Smart of Jackson and Farmington, Missouri. One great website, www.thinkcarsmart.com. That's www.thinkcarsmart.com. Almost 100 vehicles in stock offering makes and models and financing for almost everyone. Shop 24-7 at www.thinkcarsmart.com and pick out your next vehicle. So when you're in the market for a car, think smart, think car smart, where buying a car isn't rocket science. High School Softball on KFMO brought to you by Fisher Auto Parts in Potosi and Park Hills, Boyden Associates in Farmington, Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace in Park Hills, Wolfer's Law Firm in Farmington, Culver's in Farmington, Midwest Sports Center, and by Mineral Area Overhead Door in Farmington. Back to the mound is Ellie Robbins. She'll face Keeley Hankins, Carly Isbell, Aubrey Husky, and if anybody gets on, Levy Kearns. Here's a line drive back to the pitcher, Ellie Robbins, for the first out. So a liner right back to the pitcher is out number one for Festus here at the top of the seventh. Next up for the Tigers, number 16, Carly. Ten to five, Farmington on top. Festus jumped out to a 4-1 lead early on. They got the first two runs of the game, and then uh, Farmington came back with a run. Then Festus took that 4-1 lead. Here's a ground ball to the right side, picked off by the first baseman bowling, and quickly two pitches, two outs in the seventh. After Festus got out front 4-1, to one, a bases-clearing triple by Jaden Tucker tied it up at 4. Knight scored another run, took the lead 5-4. Then another, made it 6-4. Festus closed within 6-5. But then Farrington has put it out of reach here right now, or at least for the time being, 10-5. Two outs, and at the plate is Aubrey Husky. Aubrey has struck out, reached on a ball, or on base on balls, and struck out in the fourth inning. Top of seven, 10-5, two outs, no balls, one strike to pitch. Outside, ball one. After the game, we will give you your Little Caesars player of the game. It's an opportunity for the player of the game to pick up some free Little Caesars pizza from Little Caesars of Farmington or Deloge. Get a classic hot and ready large pizza from Little Caesars in Farmington or Deloge. Choose from pepperoni, sausage, or cheese pizza for just $6.49 or a large thin crust for $7.49. Available all day, every day at Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge. Here's a ground ball up the middle. Off the shortstop's glove. I thought we were going to have our final out of the game. J.C. Jarvis just couldn't quite leap or reach out and grab it. And it went off of her glove for a hit into center field. So with two outs, Aubrey Husky gets a almost infield single. Kind of made it into the outfield. And she'll be on at first base. Bench runner is coming in for Festus. That is Paige Pikey. Here's Levy Kearns. And I'm picking it up pretty quick, I think. A few of the girls like calling her Levi. 
Swing and a miss. Strike one. Here's the 0-1 pitch. High for a ball. Throw down the first. Not in time. 1-1 as Aubrey Husky gets back in safely. Or actually the pinch runner for Festus Page Pikey gets back in safely. Here comes the 1-1 pitch. High, ball two. Livy Kearns. She came up into this ball game with a RBI triple back in the fifth. She's also driven in a run on a double back in the third. There's a strike. Kearns stood up just a little bit thinking that would be out of the strike zone, and I think it might have framed it a little bit better for the home plate umpire. Right about the waist. She's got to watch the plate now. Two and two of the count. Two outs, 10-5 lead for Farmington. Here comes the pitch. Off the outside corner, ball three. Livy took a step towards the dugout, but I think that was more of an off-balance step more than she thought it was a strike. I think she just kind of lost her balance for a minute and had to brace herself. Here's the 3-2 pitch with two outs. 10-5 in the seventh on Farmington on top. It is lined up the middle off of the pitcher's glove. She'll field it off the ground, throw it underhanded to first. Bowling grabs it, but then drops it on the transition, and that's the way this game ends. So the Farmington Knights fall behind 4-1, come back to win it 10-5 over the Festus Tigers in the inaugural season at Randy Ragsdale Field. We'll be back with the complete stats, our Little Caesars player of the game, and all of that coming up in between games as we get ready for high school volleyball as well on AM 1240 KFMO.